I am presenting the gauntlet. That's the Dover Demon? Motherfucking destroy all humans fan art? We're gonna go through these 11 for the 11th episode spectacular. You foam at the butthole? Well, I thought it was gonna be a bigger one to be honest with you. Oh, I'm very drunk. So do you guys have, like, a jingle you play at the beginning of episodes, or, like... Yeah. Yeah. It goes like this. What's going on, YouTube? We are back with another Lego review. Today we're going to be reviewing my son's new Lego set, Jurassic Interests. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, anyway, welcome to the, the f-ing podcast. Jurassic interests. Jurassic interest. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like Austin. Do you, wait, no, Nick. Did you show us the pterodactyl porn? Yeah, I believe we were all. That involved was me. In that. It was me. The author of all your pain. <laughs> I watched that on homecoming night in high school. Just me and the me and the boys. Hanging out, watching pterodactyl porn. I watched, uh, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall on Homecoming Night by myself. That's brutal. That is horrible. Yeah, it was not a, I mean, it hurts so good. Wait, by yourself? That's super sad. Yeah, it yeah, was that's sad. A, man. It was sad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow. That was a dark place. Anyway. Austin, did I send you that clip of the dude? You, you know the guy who, like, does all the f-ing, like conspiracy things where it's like and then she went to the store and oh you know, god yeah what the, what's that guy's name because he uh, the last thing you want on your burger king burger is someone else's foot fungus <laughs> Ugh, the worst. i swear i sent i think i sent you like a clip of him so- reading some ridiculous shit recently you Austin. definitely did i think it was one of the instagram reels you sent me I send you way too much boy. And see what's what's always so upsetting when I send you that shit is it's like, man, he knows I'm not doing anything productive right now. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, neither am I at that point usually. Heard. But what's productive? Who's to yeah, who's to determine that? Gary V, Gary fucking Vaynerchuk with his stupid NFT restaurant. You're really mad about that. I I hate it. I hate. I think it's such a bad idea. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a restaurant where you buy a membership, but your membership is an NFT, and you have to show that you have it to get in, and then it's like a high-end fancy. So it just takes the two worst things <laughs> in existence, high-end restaurants and NFT scams, and combines them into one thing so that Gary V can make more money and tell you to picture your family members dying. Dope. A non fuckable ter- uh, triceratops. Pterodactyl starts with a P. You caught yourself, and I respect that. Anyways, folks, welcome back to another episode of Conspiracy Realists, the big one, the number 11. Big 11. Double ones, baby. Big 11, episode 11. They said we'd never make it this far, but we did. They say episode 10 or more likely episode 100 is the big one not here episode 11 we are i am presenting the gauntlet 
But first, you are here with, with me, Austin Harvey, my good pal, Nick Sarnelli, and my other good pal, our, 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 our guest for the big 11th episode spectacular, my buddy Casey Deceit. Uh, normally we lollygag for a bit at the beginning and we riff, but we were riffing before the intro. So Nick, I'm, I'm mostly just curious what you brought. So for the big Conspiracy Realist episode 11 spectacular, big episode 11 here. We got a guest on, we got Casey Can't Draw on here. This is a huge, huge, huge moment for Conspiracy Realists. This is a huge, huge huge it's a it's a penis of an episode and let me tell you why i am presenting the gauntlet the gauntlet gauntlet for episode 11 spectacular is 11 conspiracy theories that just weren't enough to make a whole podcast episode on they had nothing they're really like most of them are a few sentences but they... Oh, mini-spiracies. We had... That's why it's the gauntlet. We're going to go through these 11 for the 11th episode spectacular and just see what's going on with them. Okay. That actually sounds awesome. I'm excited. So a lot of these are taken from the list, Austin. So you'll be able to cross out a good number of these that just had no legs. Good. <laughs> I ran into that issue last week when I was like, oh, shit, I really thought this was going to be intense but it's actually just science i mean i can I, i'll make i'll make it intense yeah casey's a big fan of camping he's always intense you know Ooh. number, number one. one plants are farming us <laughs> so this is uh I, i've just seen this on a lot of memes and i guess the the main source for it is just a reddit post um that i the reddit post i found which is the first one on google go figure that talks about plants farming us was from a user called ergo poisoning that says they're giving us oxygen until we die and decompose and then we turn into nutrients for them but there was well yeah and it makes sense we're giving them carbon dioxide to recycle and yeah so i mean even if it's not intentional (laughs) kind of all i'm saying is we don't eat every kind of plant out there we eat a couple plants all plants eat us prove it well here's an here's here's and there's an elaboration by a user named sininspira and i guess it's actually fungi that do the decomposing of organisms so they said that it's actually fungi that are more than likely farming us not the plants they're they're farming plants and people it's the fungi makes sense doesn't sound like a fun guy to me <laughs> you guys know about like the the mushroom suit thing right like the mushroom when, suit no. thing right it's it's become it's becoming increasingly popular that like instead of cremation or whatever uh when someone dies they can request to have their body like put in a suit that essentially has a bunch of spores and they'll get buried and the fungi will eat their corpse and oh that's cool hmm. my great-grandfather was buried in a fedex box was he small well he was cremated first. there's some pretty big fedex boxes 
<laughs> That's also true. And also, it's it's under their policy, not that I would know, I never worked for FedEx, wink, wink, that if you they don't have a box that fits your package, uh, their team members will be happy to create one for you. There you go. Why get a casket when you could just go to FedEx? We'll create one on the spot. Wait, so... So he was cremated and then buried? So I actually, I weirdly enough had this conversation with my mom yesterday because her <laughs> neighbor just died oh. and donated her body to science. And my mom was like, oh, that's amazing. That's so sweet. And we were just talking about how people die. And I was like, damn, yeah, caskets are so expensive. It's crazy. But now they're doing this thing where you can get buried in like a tree pod and you turn into a tree. Very similar to the fungus suit. Hmm. But then... She was talking about my great-grandfather. He died when I was in, like, fourth grade, and I barely remember this. But apparently we went to the funeral. He was cremated, and they they rented an urn for the funeral. So he was in an urn there. <laughs> rented? Yeah. At the, or I guess at the, so at the viewing. <laughs> that shit should all that be free. That just makes you think of, like, Comcast being on your ass about the rented modem. Like, hey, uh, we haven't gotten this back from you. Hello. Would you please return the urn that you're dead? That's exactly. They literally dumped him out of it, probably washed it with their beer glasses that night. And then when we went to the funeral... Instead of an urn sitting in the burial plot, it was just like a FedEx box of his ashes. <laughs> I don't sorry. remember this. My mom was telling me okay, about it. Okay, so kind of a separate tangent just based on that. What do you think about a cocktail made with someone's ashes? I'd drink it. People smoke Tupac's ashes. So. There's a market for it, for sure. Me, personally? No. Do that with my body when I die. Turn me into an uh, old-fashioned... I got plans for your body, oh. Austin. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> we, he doesn't need to go into any more detail. We are. Casey used now. to slide me notes under my door. Every morning I'd wake up, there'd be a note under my door. And it would say, it's time to feed the cats. Also, here's what I'm going to do to your body when you die. With very detailed... Every day it was the same set of instructions. It never changed. I, I have a very vivid like, image of what it would like be I've like. I feel like I've got a few of those, too. Well, those are from me. Oh, all right. So it's kind of like a multi-level marketing thing. Yeah, I just signed them with your girlfriend's name. You? <laughs> Can I go to number two now? Yeah, I'd love to hear about your number two. Number, number two. two. Well, this one I wanted to... I really wanted to do a full, ep full episode on this one, but it just... <laughs> didn't have the legs. Pun intended. Amelia, uh, Amelia Earhart getting eaten by f***ing crabs. This one, I, I found it on actual nationalgeographic.com. So this is the actual theory. This is a quote right from uh, the article by Rachel Hardigan. As the largest land invertebrate on the planet, coconut crabs can measure up to three feet across and clock in at over nine pounds. So basically, uh, the story goes that bones were found on Nikumaroro Island, but there were many missing, and this was an area that Amelia would have flown over when she crashed or whatever. And the theory is that she was a castaway on this island, and the large coconut crabs pulled apart her skeleton and buried and used her bones, stuff like that. Because researchers that studied the coconut crabs found that they were like scavenger-type crabs. They called them robbers. Like they would just pick and steal many things and travel in like these huge groups with each other and take it with them to their their little caves. They're creepy little caves. They're apparently the size of small dogs. Ew. 
they're like huge. Look up, look up coconut crab. Google coconut crab right now. I yeah. am. Yo, actually, I'm just gonna post this picture in the Discord. Austin, look at this f-ing crab. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's bigger than that guy's torso. Holy shit! Yeah, that's just that's just when you escape the prison in oblivion. <laughs> that's the first thing you see. Thing. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like I, I, I don't. I think there's there's a lot more to it than that. Like I guess you know they 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 found the bones that they found there, and I think most of the credibility is that they're pretty sure that the bones that they found were Amelia Earhart's. And the, the theory is what happened to the rest of the bones, and what they think is that these crabs kind of like took them, like crows almost. Yeah, like trophies. I mean, hey, we do it. We put deer heads up on the wall, so who's to say crabs don't like yeah. <laughs> make human shrines? Or just used it for, like, and who knows? Crabs, like, Maybe they things. hit each other with it. They have a dual... God, but can we... Ki- are, are we allowed to kill coconut crabs? Can we make, like, a crab leg buffet with those? Easily. Dip it in butter and shit? Because that would be amazing. They're probably protected under the coconut crab care act can you eat a coconut crab yes you can <gasps> all right guys looks like we're going to nikomodoro island hopefully we don't get our bones pulled apart you'd have to do it up like it's becoming an endangered species it is not one yet but the demand for their meat is so well high. we're in danger as long as those things exist because they're fucking disgusting Whoa. And huge anti-crab remarks on the podcast today on the eleventh episode spectacular number three. Number three. J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. <laughs> That's really all there is to say about it. That 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 she wait, but like, how is that a how is that even a conspiracy theory when she has like social media and people? Wow, and and she's that's just the person they chose to play the part. Yeah, she's just the figurehead. So she just has a ghostwriter. It's a suit. Well, it's a pseudonym. It could be a team of writers that all work together. They're all pushing the transphobic agenda. (laughs) The theory itself comes from a, a the Norwegian film director Nina Grunfeld. That comes from an article by Hilary Schumacher. I mean, there's really not much to it. It's just that this Nina Grunfield director was like, J.K. Rowling is a pseudonym for many writers, just like Carolyn Keene, the writers of Nancy Drew and Shakespeare. I don't know. Whatever. Move on. Number four. Number four. four. The Killer Clowns of 2016 were actually a promotion for the new rendition of Stephen King's It, but it got out of control real fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's super plausible because, I mean, maybe that was like a little late, but there was, I feel like there was a lot of the like ARG promotion type stuff where it was like real world interactive advertising and stuff. And I would not at all be surprised about that one. No, me neither. Yeah, I mean... The clown thing, I think the biggest thing with that is the clown thing dropped off pretty predominantly after it came out. That's true. It was like it remakes coming out, a bunch of people dressed as clowns are going around freaking everybody out. I haven't heard anything about weird clowns since then. It's not still a thing, so. <laughs> right, no, it died as fast as it was. A Don't thing. you know somebody at Warner Brothers? No, they. They'll put a cyanide pill in my asshole. <laughs> oh, so it hits you harder, like when people... You boof, you boof a cyanide pill, you die so hard. 
Jesus. <laughs> Do you foam at the butthole? Correct. When you... <laughs> oh, God. It, it would look like root beer. Oh, I thought if you were just asking me if I foam at the butthole, like in general. <laughs> I mean, do you? Sometimes. <laughs> five, uh, five. This one, five. W- w- this was a quickie. Robert Kardashian is Ted Cruz. They look kind of similar. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Google Robert Kardashian, Ted Cruz. You'll you'll get a side-by-side, and it's like, uh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not. But I think he, like, died or something, didn't he? Yeah, he's dead, I'm pretty so sure. So people think he just changed his name and became Ted Cruz. <laughs> You zoinks. Number six. <laughs> Whatever. The moon is hollow. Not that the moon landing was fake, and not that the moon doesn't exist, but the moon is hollow. This is... I'm going to read directly off Wikipedia for this motherfucker. The hollow moon hypothesis and the closely related spaceship moon hypothesis propose that Earth's moon is either wholly hollow or otherwise contains a substantial interior space. No scientific evidence exists to support this idea. <laughs> Seismic observations and other data collected since spacecraft began to orbit or land on the moon indicate that it has a thin crust, extensive mantle, and small, dense core. Although, overall, it is much less dense than Th- Earth. This is just some people smoking one night and being like, dude. What if the moon was a Swiss cheese wonder ball? <laughs> to that, they would say. Between 1969 and 1977, seismometers, you know, those things. Nailed it. Seismometers, sorry. Seismometers. Yeesh. Good thing I caught that. Or or everyone would have thought I was an idiot. Yeah, no one's going to hear that part of this. (laughs) Anyways, seismometers that were installed on the moon by the Apollo missions recorded moonquakes. It was described as ringing like a bell during some of the quakes, specifically shallow ones. I, I like how, especially, like, specifically this one, this is just some dudes just latching on to one very minute specific detail and just running. running. Sprinting. So many of these conspiracy theories are that. It's just like, hmm, what was that you said about reptilians? Women are objects. <laughs> Just like, what? What was that you said about Dick Cheney? <laughs> what did he do to the Mongolian death worm? <laughs> Number seven. Honestly, this one I believe more than any of them. Disney created Frozen to have it rank higher on Google results than results about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. I mean, like, why would they call it Frozen and not, like the ice castle or the ice like you know what i mean like all their movies are i mean uh, i guess the one before it was just called tangled tangled's pretty clever though is on the side of so the thing about that is it didn't work though i just typed walt disney frozen and the first result is after death yeah but if you just type disney frozen it's the walt disney company so i'm just thinking of like the masses the people who are are literally just googling disney frozen those two keywords they're just gonna get Anna, Elsa, Olaf. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That probably filters out a lot of the riffraff. Right. I really like that we're at a point in history now where the conspiracy is that they made the movie to cover up the search results instead of the conspiracy being that Walt Disney is frozen. <laughs> we don't. We just view that as fact at this point. We just accept <laughs> I view that as fact. It's just like, well, duh. 
Number eight. Number, eight. Number, number you guys know Alex Jones from Info, from Infowars. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw earlier. Um, someone posted a comment on our latest Instagram post and said, "You're my favorite news source next to Infowars." <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good comment. Wow. And I I didn't know if it was a joke or not. Well. I mean, obviously, we're not trying to say that this stuff is true. <laughs> Are we news? We have comedy in our tagline. But, I, I mean, he has a lot of conspiracy theories. Uh, most of them aren't that fun. They're just f***ing like, f*** you, Alex Jones. But one that I really thought was worth a mention on the list of the Big 11 was that chemicals in the water are turning frogs gay. What? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about this, but let me read exactly what this theory is before we talk about it. There is an article on CNBC that is written by Tucker Higgins and he says one of his most notorious conspiracy theories is that the government is using chemicals in order to turn people gay using a mysterious gay, gay bomb, bomb that was devised by the Pentagon. The reason there's so many gay people now is because it's a chemical warfare operation, and I have the government documents where they say they're going to encourage homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children. And he said this on his broadcast in 2010, according to NBC. Then five years from that point, in a rant that has since become, you know, a meme and... Jones said he didn't like the government putting chemicals in the water that turned the friggin' frogs gay. gay. (laughs) Do you understand that? (laughs) And he also was quoted as saying the majority of frogs in most areas of the United States are now gay. He said this in 2017, and that claim was without evidence. Well, it's only in the United States, though. There's plenty of straight frogs if you travel abroad. But get this. Get this. Higgins elaborates in this article by stating that in 1994, a government lab did request funds to pursue the development of a weapon that would turn enemy combatants gay, though the project was quickly shelved and no such weapon was ever developed. In a 2013 report, the same lab also requested funding for bad breath bombs, fart bombs, bombs designed to attract swarms of stinging insects to enemy combatants, noting that the gay bomb is certainly the most novel. So... Jones is saying well, that... Well, the crazy thing about that is I think I think I've been hit by every single one of those bombs. <laughs> Let's see here. You are a... You're a gay man. Yeah. That has bad breath. Yep. And farts and is constantly surrounded by swarms of stinging insects. Absolutely. It's horrible. Okay, but can we, can we have an actual conversation about these bombs? Because, like, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. And these were things that they were actually, like, discussing, developing. So was this for use against, in warfare, that you're just, like, kind of upset with who you're (laughs) fighting, but you don't want to kill them? Like, I don't want to kill you. Let's turn the enemy gay so they want to f*** us instead of fight us. Whoa, 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 whoa. That doesn't mean they'd want to f*** you just just because they're gay yeah austin not they would just turn gay and i'm going with government logic i'm going it's not like they get hit with a gay bomb and just go the people on the other side of the warfare they just be gay i'm just saying why else would you make a gay bomb you're not just going to be like let's turn all these straight murderers into gay murderers. Well, I think the the implication was that they'd be i think the implication that i don't agree with is that they would be sissies and they wouldn't fight each other. 
I thought the implication was that people back then were so backwards that they were like, hey, if we just turn the enemy soldiers gay, instead of trying to kill us, they'd try to fuck us. Yeah, that's fair. Because I, I, I can't imagine any other reason for a gay bomb. I can think of a few reasons. In an isolated environment, that could be very... <laughs> like, if Hitler was gay, he'd still kill Jewish people. It doesn't I make think him... there's a theory... I think there is a conspiracy theory that Hitler was gay. I think there is, too. I, I feel like I've heard that. I mean, I don't think it makes a difference. He still killed six million Jewish people. <laughs> well, I'm not saying he didn't. <laughs> a gay bomb wouldn't change that. So, the, clearly, there has to be a bias... With the gay bomb. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, I, I, a gay bomb is biased in nature. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the swarm of stinging insects bomb would actually be horrible. I can't think of a reason why, if you're at war with someone, you would choose to use this instead of just a bomb. Like, you just really want to torture these people. You just want them to feel... Yeah, I mean, I guess you get around, like... The Geneva Convention? Yeah, where it's like, it's like, oh, that wasn't really... It's not chemical warfare. That wasn't chemical warfare. That wasn't a WMD. That was a bunch of... It was a beehive that we threw at people. <laughs> they seem pretty... Like, all of these bombs, if you just use one, like the shrapnel of them, it could kill an astronaut if it got in his helmet. Because think about it. You put... Just one bad breath in an astronaut's helmet, he's not having a good time. One fart in his helmet, right? Doesn't want to be in there with that. <laughs> Smells so bad, he lifts the face mask and just dies in space. When are astronauts involved in the war? Uh, uh, the astronaut <laughs> wars of the 1940s. One 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 bee and it flying around your astronaut helmet and you're on the moon there's nothing you can do about it one bee would ruin it <laughs> that could be dude if <laughs> stanley kubrick directed a movie where it's just an astronaut he had a bee in his helmet and that was the whole movie that would have won a fucking oscar what, what number are we at what's the next number Nine. Nine. Number nine. nine 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 is chemtrails i think this one could have been a whole episode but holy shit i just launched my right my my right headphone i launched it into a garbage can your phone my my right earbud oh i keep calling them headphones because i'm old yeah i got a walk man on right now talking to you guys shit he got the walk walk it like i talk it hang on let me get a pencil so i can rewind the tape a pencil man i can't talk about chemtrails at all why not mm, my sister kind of genuinely believes the chemtrail stuff well here's the thing i think a lot of people do because it like we'd never we wouldn't know i'm not even it just to me it's like the fluoride thing is that on your list nick is the fluoride thing on your list because no, I, I was almost, gonna bring this up i almost put the fluoride thing on the list but i decided okay. to do chemtrails instead because well I'm, I'm not saying all these are ridiculous i think that uh i think you know, amelia Earhart's bones probably got taken by crabs i think that uh robert kardashian is dead Chris. <laughs> Okay, assuming Amelia Earhart's bones had fluoride in them, ah. are we? Is the government controlling coconut crabs? Yes. See, si, Senor. Yes. yes. <laughs> no. No hesitation. Resounding yes. yes. 
Kentrell's I'm just gonna there's a article here by Blake Stillwell that's on military.com when jet aircraft reach cruising altitude the combination of temperature exhaust particles and water vapor can form condensation trails and straight lines behind the jet engine so that's the stuff we see these are known as contrails so that's why they call them chemtrails for this theory the chemtrail conspiracy says that some of these trails aren't water vapor at all but they are top secret chemicals used by the federal government on americans to some nefarious effect these chemical trails are said to be anything from mind control agents to weather and even population it's, control it's telling that it's always americans <laughs> yeah obviously i'm not super well versed in world government but I mean, if there was any world government that was going to maybe do not it. even anything so on the nose as mind control agents, but just stuff that affects us in such small ways that we don't even know as a collective conscience. It's I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. Like you can you can have a genuine discussion about yeah, it. Yeah, neither, neither do I. Neither do I. I don't believe it, but no, not offhand. But it's not the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No. Honestly, none of the the theories you've proposed today seem like especially outlandish besides the gay frogs. Well, did you say possibility? Sorry? Is, is that what you said? Nope, just kind of happened. Possibility. Hey, it's me, Mama Leeds. It's, I'm the f***ing Jersey Devil. Hey, we got a million possibilities for you. You want this on your f***ing plate? Here you go. You want this on your ass? Fine by me. I'm the f***ing Jersey Devil. I don't give a shit. Number 10. I wanted to do a full episode on this one so bad, and I still might. I wanted to find a cryptid with less information on it than the Jersey Devil, and I found (laughs) it. No. Have you guys ever heard of the Dover Demon? That's That's not even a real thing. No way. There's the Jersey Devil, and then there's the Dover Demon. There's from Dover, Massachusetts. They tried to take a spin on the Jersey Devil, probably. I don't know that for sure. Here's the story. In 1977, 17-year-old William Bill Bartlett claimed that while driving on April 21st, 1977, he saw a large-eyed creature with tendril-like fingers and glowing eyes on top of a broken stone wall on Farm Street in Dover, Massachusetts. 15-year-old John Baxter reported seeing a similar creature on Miller Hill Road the same evening, and another 15-year-old, Abby Brabham, claimed to have seen the creature follow uh, the following night on Springdale Avenue. So, a, a bunch of 15... 15- oh my god, wait. Is it that f***ing white, red-eyed stupid piece of shit you sent the Discord. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, he just said That's the Dover that's Demon? That's the Dover Demon, dude. Motherfucking destroy all humans fan it art. so stupid. And all the pictures look like this. The guy the guy wrote on uh, he, uh, he, he said I swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this. I'm agnostic, so that means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Is it is it different versions of the Bible? It's like the right. King the James, many Bibles. Yeah, you can't the other you ones. can't stack all the same Bible. It, each Bible only counts as one, so you got to have a bunch of different versions to ensure. That's the Dover Demon. They called it the Demon. 
They call it the Dover Demon. Well, so, I mean, it's an alien. That just sounds stupid. Like the Jersey Devil. Give it. Call it the Dover Devil or something. But it doesn't even look like, like a demon or a devil. It's it's literally a gray. It's like it's Paul. It's Paul from the movie Paul. It's Paul. It looks like Paul. Yeah, like it, it looks <laughs> that's like That's what Paul it is. It's <laughs> it's fucking Seth Rogen in Paul. I mean, there is literally nothing on it that a couple fifteen year olds. And, and there's no photo. Thing. It's just a it. drawing. It's a Microsoft Paint drawing. But a mat like they went so far with this to the point where it is on a list of cryptids. It is like the least documented one, but it is on a list. Is there not a lot of information on the Jersey Devil? There's more, but not like if you were looking up Yeti or Bigfoot or shit like huh. that. That's surprising because I feel like Jersey the Jersey Devil's like when when. Austin mentioned it to me. It wasn't like I wasn't familiar with it, but it wasn't something that I was. But like, you had heard it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people it. have heard it for sure. Have you heard of the Dover Demon? Hell no. I I don't accept this. This is hey, a joke. It's on a list of cryptids, along with all the other ones that's, that could be that could be real. That's fantastic. I love somehow that. it made it there. <laughs> Austin, goddamn it! That's actually a really cool picture. I don't know, right? That's all right. It's a different demon. When you said Paul, I, all I thought of was the monkey at the end of Jimmy Neutron episodes that went, Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> but hey, three-eyed monkey. We'll roll with that. Number 11. <laughs> this is maybe the king of all conspiracy theories, but it doesn't have... It's really just one question that kind of makes you rethink everything. This one is at number 11 on the Conspiracy Realist's 11th episode Spectacular. I asked the question that was asked years ago by a man wiser than most of us. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? God damn it. I was waiting for something legit. Wait till you hear this. So the Huffington Post wrote an article. I think they inter- they interviewed him. This is direct quotes from Jaden about this quote, okay? Jaden said, This one comes from a study that a scientist was saying that the way the eyes perceive reality is not the way we actually see it. So, like, we can only see three base colors, but there's so much more on the electromagnetic spectrum of light that we could see, but our eyes are just not capable of seeing. Which brought me to the realization that we, what we see on an everyday basis is not what's actually there. It's actually only what we can take. And I also took in another study that our eyes are kind of like mirrors, in a sense, to where they perceive things, and then they flip. We take in the information upside down, and then the brain flips it right side up so that we can see it right side up. And I was like, if we take in the raw visual information upside down and mirrors portray things in reverse, then they're not real. We're living in the Matrix. Wicked, wicked wild! (laughs) Uh, Oh, Jaden. Wow, wow, West. I can't. I can't do this one. Like Jaden Smith, come on. You said it was a doozy. You built up to God damn That's what it, I do. Nick. That's I'm what I do. I'm a fucking bastard. Austin, are you alive? If our eyes are not real. I'm gonna try to make sense of this. No, don't. Alright. If if our eyes are real. <laughs> He's saying if. 
So if, if on the assumption that our eyes aren't real, so we've already accepted that our eyes are not real, how could mirrors see <laughs> yeah. He knew what he was doing. Like, what do cats see when they stare off into nothing? Are they seeing something on a different electromagnetic spectrum? You know? Bugs, probably. The reality is so much scarier. If you actually, like, I don't want to think about my cat seeing ghosts, because I believe in <laughs> yeah. weird shit. Why? And that was kind of what I, that's the tangent, that's the tangent I wanted to get off on. <laughs> okay, not the phrasing. <laughs> Dude, I fucking masturbate a paranormal shit. <laughs> No, but what I was, uh, so have you ever had like cryptid or a creepypasta, something like that, that has genuinely, yes, yes. oh genuinely my God, I've been waiting you. my whole life for this. So here's how it went down. I'm like 17 or 18. I'm a junior or senior in high school. I just went to the movies with my friend. We're driving home. It's kind of rainy. It's like almost dark, but the sun's still out. I mean, it's a rainy, fucking gloomy day. We're just driving almost to my house in the suburbs. And, I mean, it is it is getting darker and darker by the second. So by the time we're, like, rounding the corner and there's, like, one more hill to go down and get to my house, we're driving past a house, and it's it's pretty dark now, that has, like, a pretty big front yard, but, like, just an empty, huge front yard. And I swear to God, I saw, both of us saw this. We saw it at the same time, and we both swear up and down and saw this. That some sort of thing on some sort of, like, light machine zipped past us in a split second. Like, it almost looked like one of those, <laughs> one of those droid speeders from Star Wars that, like, look like a T that you, like, grab the handlebars at the top, like a scooter, in an instant, in an instant. I saw it. That's really interesting. Yeah, I can't explain it at all. Well, Austin, Austin, mm, yeah. you have to have a story too about what was what was my initial question? You've never had a weird occurrence. Well, I did make friends with this guy in college who thought he was an emu. Like, oh, uh, I did make like a. <laughs> I did, I did make, like, a 22-part series about it, but nobody watched it, so... Link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> so what number are we at? He did walk away. He, he left us here He's to our own good. devices. We finished. Oh, we're done. Are we... No, we, we did not hit 11. Yes, we did. You want me to... I'm gonna go down the line, all right? Plants are farming right. us. Amelia Earhart eaten by okay. crabs. J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. Okay. Killer Clowns of 2016 were actually promotion for the new rendition of Stephen King's It. <sighs> Robert Kardashian is Ted Cruz. The moon is hollow. Disney created frozen. Have it rank higher on Google results and results about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. Uh, chemicals in water are turning frogs. Gay. Uh, chemtrails. The Dover Demon. And how can mirrors be real for eyes aren't real? 11. Okay, that is real. Yeah, I'm gonna, that was 11, yeah. You do this every week with him, Nick? Do what? <laughs> the pod. I'm just kidding. I'm just doing a little messy loop. So uh, you've actually, like, never had a weird, like, scary cryptid thing or, like, been particularly terrified by any, like, any of the stories you read no, or anything? No, I don't Austin? think so. I think, like, the, I think, like, my scariest experiences have been dreams, but I don't think I've had... Man Ray. Yeah, I have that Man Ray dream. Austin struggles with his sexuality. 
because when you have a dream that man ray dream when you have a dream that well, man, I want ray, a man ray i well, guess no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that in your dream man ray was choking you but then the perspective switches to third person and your bubbles uh-huh. from the powerpuff girls <laughs> that's where i start to think you're having a little bit of an identity crisis. i want to choke blondes mm, or do you want to be a blonde being choked mm. hold on guys everybody quiet everybody quiet everybody quiet Did you hear what, that? Was it a fart? He farted. Yeah. Did you guys hear it? It sounded more just like yeah. a pop. Did you hear yeah, it? Yeah, it didn't really Are translate. you okay? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a big one. You sounded so excited. Well, I thought it was going to be a bigger one, to be honest with you. And on that note, you can get our bathwater now officially on our website. It's, uh, well, you know the one. Conspiracyrealist.ghost.io. <laughs> Conspiracyrealist.ghost.io slash bath dash water. If you want to get directly, you will see some products. You will see some products. But uh, if you're just more interested in the other stuff we do, conspiracyrealist.ghost.io. Um, the IO stands for IOU One Quality Recording. Boo. That's, that's, that's getting cut, right? Yeah, we'll see. It all comes <laughs> down to. It all comes down to when I edit, honestly. Let's see. We'll 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 see what editing Austin has to say about it in post. Yeah, it might it might lead into a jazz instrumental with. An abrupt interruption by editing Austin, who is very different from recording he's, Austin. He's pretty chill. Uh, the is difference it? is he's sober. He's late. Are back. you not sober? Oh, I'm very drunk. <laughs> you couldn't tell, really? He's like he's like out to pasture. I've been dude. sailing the seven seas. <laughs> <laughs> All seven of them. I've crossed the Indian Ocean. Seven seas one night. Trust me, it's better this way. It is better this way. It is. It's better this way. It is. It's better this way. Well, now that like I'm aware, it's like really apparent you're kind of slurring your words. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, no, no. Thanks for everybody. Give a big, give 11 claps for Casey on our 11th episode. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Thanks for coming on the pod today, Casey. It's, uh, you know, you're one of those guys that it's like, uh, I feel like I've known you for a long time, but we've only hung out like three times. I think that's really it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Great contribution, <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Austin. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. <laughs> I just bring I just, people together he's that way. Imagine been Austin like cross-eyed, sitting there with an upside-down wine glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Well, I guess I should well, give a, Austin. You want to do it? Yeah, I should give an uh, an official outro. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do the outro. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to Conspiracy Realists. Uh, kudos to our guest Casey who had to deal with all of the stupid shit that we normally deal with without a third party being privy Uh, so give a round of applause to Casey for for putting up with that Um, we will 
See you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Realists, or perhaps earlier on our blog at conspiracyrealists.ghost.io. And if you're not visiting us at either of those locations, you could always visit us at Twitter at RealistPod or on Instagram at The Conspiracy Realists. Um, don't follow at Conspiracy Realists because I found out today that guy is not so great. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a good, nice, sober, well planned outro. Well, I found out earlier that there was a guy who owns the Instagram account at Conspiracy Realist, and he's a huge anti-vaxer, and that is not our jam. Oh my oh, god! No. So we're at the Conspiracy. Realist. <laughs> Make sure you put the v. put the V in there, because <laughs> otherwise it ain't us. And on that note, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> love you, bye. Checkmate, bitch. <laughs> Czech Republic, bitch. <laughs>